Hey. Hey, you. Yes. You. Do you want to feel good and look good? Be safe online in your business? Perfect. That's the place. That's the time. It's another episode of the Right Brain Geek podcast. Hi, everyone. Hi, mighty ones. It's a good day. I'm recording an episode today with Fiona Padgett. She's a lovely personal trainer from Scotland, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hi, Pascal. It's lovely to be with you. And yes, my name's Fiona. I am a personal trainer. I qualified as a personal trainer when I was 42 years old after a career in broadcast journalism and communications. And I have recently started Keeping Fit Simple, which will be my online fitness membership site and programs moving forward. Brilliant. We met in a Facebook group and I just like, obviously, your, your personality because you're really warm and really motivating. As an entrepreneur at a small business, I think we're all there. We sit at a laptop for hours. We're trying to you know, work on our blogs or social media. And then quite often the self-care is put at the very bottom of the to-do list and everybody is stressed out. I think your message is quite good because you're quite active. You're uh, a mum with two teenagers and two dogs, so you've got busy days. But I love the fact that you say you can keep things simple, keep fit simple. That's your website. I'll put the link in the show notes. Tell us a bit about your, your journey and how you work with your clients, how you get them to move more and feel good because, you know, I'm all about feeling good in business and being feeling good in your body is part of it. Well, the reason I came up with this uh, concept is exactly like you say, it's based on the experience that I've had working with women over the last five and a half years. And there are several aspects to it. First of all, I think that what's been created is large divide between people who really aren't very active. It's possible to be incredibly inactive in the world that we live in. And then we've got on the other side, people who are almost hyperactive, you know, they're really into fitness and they're almost, you know, looking for more and more extremes, ultra marathons and what have you. But even exercise programs and classes, and that's then intimidating. It's too intimidating for the people who aren't active. So they develop, I suppose, lack of confidence in what you're able to do and fear of fitness and exercise. So my message was to just say it's possible to move more every day without having to make this massive commitment to maybe taking two hours out in the evening to go to the gym. The time issue is very real for people. Uh, you know, if you've got young children, for instance, yeah. It's quite daunting, as you said as well, when you see some uh, fitness people who are so like 200%, you need to do it every day, you need, you need to do so many hours. Quite often we stop because we know we can't do that much, so instead we do nothing, <laughs> which is sad because you can do so much with you know, less. Yeah, I, I love that. Well, as, just as a quick example, in all the time I've worked with women, one woman has walked through my door and been able to form a full up. None of the other women that I've worked with, one-to-one or in classes, have been able to get down on the floor and perform a press-up. Because it's hard. And women aren't naturally, you know, we don't have the upper body strength that men do. And even a, a, a sort of half press from the knees, even 
that is difficult for people. So if you go into a class or you perhaps look at YouTube exercise videos and whatever, and they say, right, get down on the floor and do 10 press-ups, and, and you think, I can't even do one press-up, you're just going to turn that off. It's not good for your self-esteem. It's very demoralizing. And I think that I go very gently with people, and it's about encouraging these small gains because everybody does make gains but it's being accepting of where everybody is starting because if you've not exercised for a while if you've taken a break from fitness or perhaps you're just starting it it's not something you've necessarily done then you won't be strong enough to do lots of exercises and it takes patience and time and understanding yeah, we, we're often so harsh on ourselves. It's really tough. And it's something I've noticed as well. You know, the tiny thing, I've got my little app on my phone to count my steps. And I realized the day I'm working home, I do so little because, you know, when you commute, at least you go uh, to the bus station, you go to the underground. So you've got at least all those steps. But as soon as you work for yourself and if you work from home, which is the case of lots of entrepreneurs, small business and coaches, you can really get really sedentary. So any tips for people who feel really rusty to start getting a bit more movement? Um, I know that obviously they can contact you because you do personal training and you've got I've heard the little buzz have <laughs> told me you've got a, a group coaching uh, in the pipeline. But if people want to start and warm up a bit, some tips for them to start. Well, something that I'm fairly insistent about is that you do find time to go for a walk. And if that's where you start, that's a great start because that helps your mental health as well as your physical health. And it needn't be, again, that you have to go on a great two-hour hike. You don't have to do that. Even take a 10-minute walk down the road, but walk quickly. So you're really moving to think about why you want to be moving more. That's where I would always start. Yes, there is a big issue with people sitting at computers every single day and becoming very sedentary. What I find is, you know, even if you stretch, so you're trying to do this, people, they become so tight, everything just locks in here. So, I mean, every half hour or so, you should at least be getting up, and even if it's just walking around your house, but just moving. And yes, I mean, some stretch, some stretching exercises, just... Arms and opening your shoulder and your neck. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Just to say, mighty ones, we are recording video as well. So... I hope next week or maybe sooner I'll put the video so you can see um, as well Fiona moving and explaining all, all these. It's going to be on the YouTube uh, channel, just so you know. But yeah, it's lovely. And it's true we forget to pose and do stretches because so many times I can see myself going in and in, rolling my back and, and my neck is aching. And it's so simple just to stretch and that's going to help feel better and then you can focus better that's the thing lots of people have got the impression that they're so eager to cross things off their to-do list <laughs> they just think oh yeah i'm wasting time but actually as you said it's good for your for your mind isn't it as well if you go for a walk well sometimes what i do is i look even i look at my dogs and how my dogs behave because you know we're all the same we're all from the same route at the end of the day or if you look at a toddler a young child if that dog or animal or child is stuck in the house all day come early afternoon they will be going stir crazy because it is 
a natural part of what we are that we shoot that we want to move we want to release this energy and I think that it's mind it, it is it's mind over matter as soon as you start to realize that you sort of get over this exercise hump as, as it were you know you might not enjoy your first walk you might not enjoy feeling out of breath because you've maybe not been out of breath for for a little while I mean if I asked you don't want to put you on the spot here but, you know when was the last time that you really ran so that you were really huffing and puffing out of breath that would be a, a while ago and that would have been I imagine just to catch a bus so not a long run <laughs> yeah so what I find is um, there then the, a fear develops so you take someone out and you jog down the road so even if you you know you start slowly the minute people start to get out of breath they panic and say oh, I can't breathe I can't breathe I can't control my breathing because it, it can literally have been years since people got themselves completely out of breath. So you're not using your full lung capacity. You know, you're not taking in full, full gulps of air. And especially if you're sitting in this position, you're actually hunching up your chest cavity as well. Nice. Um, so yeah, it, it's so possible to end up in a situation where everything is just feeling stiff and sore and you've lost your, your you know your sort of cardio fitness and um and then it becomes a real challenge in your head to yeah, how am I going to get myself out of this I think two years ago three years ago I started running a bit and I needed to gamify it because I'm really bad at motivating myself to run I can walk but running is something else I think I need to get back into it and I use that little app i don't know if you've heard of it it's called zombie run it's really funny if you like zombies because you you put your earbuds on and someone tells you a story about zombies and you have to run you know by interval so they really train you from not being able to run at all and they make you run 30 seconds and so that may be something i'll put a link in the show notes for people who like zombies and want to try running it's quite funny well i mean certainly things like things like the couch to 5k program did work really well for people. But it's an interesting thing, the running, because people often think, if, I, if I'm going to get fit, I need to start running. I don't run with any of my clients. I try and advise them to power walk, so speed walk. But unless they really want to run, I don't tend to encourage people to run. Most of the women that I work with are sort of 40 years and over. Not everybody, but a lot are. And if you haven't been running and you're not as strong as you can be, then you're going to end up possibly hurting your ankles or your knees or developing shin splints. What you want to do is get your body nice and strong, build up some lean muscle and then start your running. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Because it's true. If you hurt yourself or if you're too much in pain, then you're not going to be keen to go back, don't you? So you're going to drop the ball and, and that's a, a shame because you want to age gracefully and nurture your body. So, well, I mean, it's often, uh, sadly, uh, illness or injury that actually brings people to look at their fitness because suddenly they're not invincible like they thought they were. And, you know, where it's been months or years of, oh, I must do some exercise, I'll start that on Monday and then I'll start next Monday or I'll start at New Year. All of a sudden they're ill or injure themselves in some way and then it becomes a sort of urgent situation 
but you're working with an obstacle at that point. So it's trying to get people to just incorporate movement, but not excessive movement. That's not necessary. Fine if you want to get really super fit or perhaps you want to have a target of, I don't know, running a marathon or doing one of these fabulous events, then yes, you're going to have to get fitter. But to be fit enough for your body to, you know, be working well and, and for your, your mind to be clear and your brain to be functioning, you don't need to be doing hours every day, far from it. Mm. Uh, it's really, really good, a good reminder. Thank you so much, Fiona, for all this encouragement. If people want to be in touch with you, I'm going to put your website, keepingfitsimple.com, in the show notes and your link to your Facebook page. You've told me we can find you there quite active and people can join your newsletter because you told me there's some really good things in the pipeline, some group coaching <laughs> to make yeah. sure that people anywhere can work with you, which is brilliant. Thank you. You want to tell us a bit more how you're going to, well, is that going to be with videos and interaction? Because I know lots of people are a bit fearful about training with someone that's not in the room. Yeah. So how do you um, work? Well, what I've done is I, I, I've trialed this towards the end of last year, working one-to-one. So actually, it's exactly like this. Through video and Skype and you see yes. what they're doing. Yeah, so I can I can see exactly what you're doing and you can see me if I'm, you know, so I'm standing behind in my room demonstrating and showing you what to do. Um, so the, the, I'm, I'll be doing three things. I can do, I have limited one-to-one personal training because I've also got people who come to, come and train with me here, uh, which is why I wanted to create an online membership site because people need constant motivation. You know, what I find is um, a couple of times a year I will uh, advertise a program which is just a four-week kickstart program. And people can come to me once a week or twice a week. And at the end of that, they can go because I think, okay, well, I've taught them a bit about what they should be doing and what's the best for, for their body. And they never do. They always get to the end of four weeks and say, and say is it okay if I carry on? And I've had the same clients for years because they need that motivation. They, they often go away and say, I'll practice this week, I'll practice. And then they come back the next time. Yeah. The um, accountability, isn't it? That's really important because otherwise yeah. time just flies. And... Yeah. So I have, um, there will be daily sort of motivation via a private Facebook group and email interaction. And yes, this is, I'm busy uploading videos onto um, Vimeo which people will have access to and I'm hoping to do uh, some live classes into the Facebook group as well but you know there's mutual support then there, there, there's camaraderie a community will develop where you know women can discuss all the various challenges that they have around exercise because actually lots of them are, are common, to, common to everybody so yes, that's and I, I'm, what I'm also going to have to do have is individual programs. For instance, I may develop a program specifically for entrepreneurs because you're right, entrepreneurs are working seven days a week, often very long hours, quite erratically, and I'll have a program maybe for certain age groups and, and different categories of people. 
but uh, yes, that's all in the working at the moment. So it's that sounds that sound fantastic, and I love the the fact that you say camaraderie because I think lots of people behind their computer feels really lonely. So it feels like moving is even harder because you can't share it. I know I used to always go to yoga more easily if I knew I was meeting someone there. So when once you know someone and you've got that kind of momentum going, isn't it? So that, that really helps. So I look forward to see that. I'll put all the links in the show notes. Mighty ones, if you want to feel good and feel stronger, do check out our website and subscribe to the newsletter. There's really good things in the pipeline. Thank you so much, Fiona. And Thank you for having me. Thank you. It's been lovely. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And we are at the end of this episode of Mighty Ones. Thank you for listening. As always, if you really want to help the show, if this show is valuable to you in any way, please share the link with your friends and please leave a review on iTunes. It is really, really helpful and, you know, makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. So till the next one, have a fantastic week. Mighty Ones, stay mighty, feel good, look good and stay safe in your business.